Funnily enough, there's another three waiting in the fridge. So if we would like to do the pop again, it's possible. I'll probably will. I'll, I won't turn that mm. down. This beer sits good on top of my milk. Hey, that's... Actually, it sits good to- on top of my milk as well. That's two... Well, yeah, that's two halves of a Hong Kong you're about to have there. <laughs> You just need some orange juice and you're God, ready to go. God, it sounds like a bad sexual favour. A Hong Kongy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it'd be, but I don't want it. <laughs> I'll watch it, though. Yeah, you would. <laughs> oh, God, I saw this great Hong Kongy on the way. What episode is this? 13? Uh, no, I just did 13. But 12 kind of got put in the bin because of the Triple G thing. This is 14. But it's not because it's Aussie fucking crimes. Speaking oh, yeah, of yeah. crimes, I want to talk about a crime that happened against a man in this room today. Joel, something's really got you <laughs> wound tightly. What's Before we on? actually jump right in, and this will be a... The idea of this is to be a complete Aussie crimes podcast, but uh, Joel had something happen today, so we're going to have to have a bit of a chat about that. You're listening to Way Off Central. I was laying, laying on my bed this afternoon after a, a nice tech day of playing Minecraft and doing nothing. And my wow. brother walks in. He's like, so, Joel, finish work today. Walking back to my cars with a workmate. And we're about to cross this road. And obviously, they were crossing somewhere where they weren't meant to. And these, there was this Audi A3, P-plates. And there were three women in the car. And he's, they had their indicator on to turn. But they went straight. So that they've sort of stepped out in front and they've been like, oh, sorry. And they're both like, no, it's our bad. Light turned red anyway, so they end up walking in front of them. And they wind down the window. My brother and the, his workmates just walking past. And these girls say, your brother's a scumbag. Oh. Mate, so Joel told me about this before, but first things first, I went, mate, do, do we know who it was? Nah, no clue. Do you know what? Do we know what Joel could have done? No, not really. Like, whilst he's like Beyonce, no angel. <laughs> he, um, yeah, I, I, I can't imagine why this has happened. I'm a nice guy. I'm a pretty cool. Are we? Guy. Are we certain it was it was you that they're talking about? Not that's that's, that's what, what I said. But at the moment, do you do you reckon we look like twins? I I said to I said to them. I said to Joel, I went, mate, maybe they thought he was Joel and they were talking about Thomas as a scumbag. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I mean, like, Tom was walking the with The other some, mate, yeah, yeah I said that guys, too. So. Joel sort of debunked that. He's just got, he's got a missus and a kid. Like, he's, he's an older guy. There was no way three girls in a pea plate car would be yelling at this. Maybe they were talking yeah, about okay. David. Okay. Or Adam. <laughs> no, 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 no chance. <laughs> So, Joel is a scumbag. I'm pretty sour. It's actually physically annoyed me a bit. He actually so, gets to the gym today and he goes, mate, I'm, I'm in a sour fucking mood. And I went, brilliant. He never is, too. So, if you're listening to this and... You were one of those bitches fucking bitches. said it. <laughs> Stop running your mouth and fucking have a go at me. <laughs> Tell me what I did. Right, in, have a chat. But, and look, you know what? Here's what I'm going to say, and I'm going to say this on Charles' behalf, because I know he agree with me here. If they had good reason, <laughs> he, he'll issue a formal apology on the podcast. 100%. But at the same time, I don't care what he did, you guys fucking suck. You know what the worst part about this is? 
like there are a few th- things you miss about being in a, rela- in a relationship when you're single and not knowing what you did wrong is not one of those things you miss. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's one of those things that you just loathe. Like it's, you're just like, oh, this is frustrating. I thought I was done with this, honestly. And yeah. here I am, Tuesday afternoon, Ooh. pacing around in circles in my room going, fucking scumbag. You got dumped. Actually didn't know what you did wrong. And here we are again. <laughs> I, I've got home. Full fucking circle. Thomas is playing like a game on the computer on his bed. And I'm just grabbing some clothes to have a quick shower. And he's talking to David through a mic. I'm just in there talking under my breath, but to him, I was like, it's a fucking scumbag, hey? <laughs> fucking scumbag. Can't believe it. Okay. Australian crimes, as promised, but I'm glad we started with that. Someone someone definitely made it clear that they were Casey Taylor. Us. Casey Taylor. Casey Taylor, thank you for... This has been in the works for a little bit too long, I guess. You probably thought we just fucking threw this idea out the window. I mean, it's one of the few ideas we've actually had given to us. So. Yeah. I am, to... a, I am a bit crook as well. Well, I've got a blocked nose. He's crook and he's also in a rage. Yeah. So. Absolutely uh, fuming. What um, what comes to your mind when you think of Australian crime? Egg boy. <laughs> <laughs> the nation's hero. Yeah. Waiting for a mate. Dead Kelly if we're going back a bit. Yeah. I got a I got a parking fine the other day. <laughs> so Josh Harper as well. I can't believe the lengths you've gone. You must have, so have you have you tried to fight that at all? Just nah, I look, I'll uh I'm actually a little bit of a shame to myself in this regard, but You've just paid for it, haven't fucking you? Fucking old puppy, yeah, just rolled over. Well the, <laughs> the fact is I just don't have time to go so, so the problem is Bent over and let the ACD government fuck you up, yeah. <laughs> yeah <well. laughs> As I said, I'm a little ashamed about this. And thanks, guys. It really, really helped me out. Ben, you haven't show you the states. Josh is actually doing this podcast standing up because his ass hurts too much <laughs> to sit down out. for all the fucking the ACG currently stuff. at oh. the lantern blowing up the donut. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, this is already our best podcast. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it is. You're right. Yeah, go on. Okay. No, so... I, I, if I wasn't, you know, uh, an adult working and, you know, actually living life and I had time to, you know, do whatever during the day as is required by this sort of thing, you know, I would have gone down, gotten all the paperwork signed. See, the problem was I wasn't in my car. So to actually fight it, you have to get a stat deck signed saying that you were driving. Other people have to sign this thing you know, saying that you were in control of the vehicle. And then also I was going to have to go down and, you know, take photos of the area and all that sort of stuff, emails back and forth. And I figured, look, by the time I end up actually fighting it, there's just going to be too much hassle and I really can't be asked, you know, sending the emails back and forth and whatnot to beat this thing anyway. So, and and it's not on my record. Like, it's not it's not a notch against me anyway. So I was like, yeah. But Parking fines don't go against you personally anyway. Uh, so you're obviously in a company do. car, were you? Yeah, yeah, I was in the company car. But the point is... Would they have back charge you? That mm, no, I, I still had to pay it. You went in, you paid it online or something, presumably. Yeah, or... yeah, you just go in and pay it online, but they don't penalise it towards your licence or anything like that. But anyway, the point that I'd really like to make about it is um, they make it so difficult for you to actually, you know 
for you, for there to be any due process in terms of you defending yourself, that's how they make quite a bit of the like the money, because quite often I let let's be honest, I think parking inspectors scum of the earth, scum of the imagine just they're waking not up. the brightest of up. people. Yeah, no, but seriously, imagine waking up and going fuck yeah, another day at just fucking people's day. No, every cunt hates you. Imagine that. We wouldn't be. Too much from how I'm waking up now. Yeah, no, <laughs> but, yeah. Hey, but mean, at least you, we do something productive. Like, look, okay, at least they know what they're doing wrong. Pe- people, people hate me, but I'm no scumbag, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think the fact is, these people don't do their jobs well. Because <laughs> let me let me explain the situation. I was in a rush for an eye eye checkup, and so I've, you know, gone in quickly, parked in an area. It was a pay parking area, and I've just missed the you know the two hours on that are in the area that i parked what i've done is i've jumped out quickly just swiped my card and paid for a full day so so it's not like i've not paid at all and i was in this two hour parking zone for less than two hours because the appointment only took you know half an hour i was in and out and done and there was no evidence of me being there for longer than the specified period i've called up and asked actually what i've done wrong and the lady, the frustrating lady on the phone, who I can only assume is just Indian. in the same... No, no, oh. like... like You're going to have to cut that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> you know, it was easy enough to understand her, but I just couldn't fathom how she was explaining to me. She said, no, you've bought the wrong ticket. I said, well, goddamn, how do I buy the right ticket? Do I just pay for two hours? Do you, like, is that what's going on? Have I paid you too much? Is the government not wanting this extra money that I've given them? And I, yeah, it infuriated me. And I was like, look, bugger, I'm going to be dealing with retards who don't know actually how to handle dealing with people. It's going to be too much. So I just buggered it and said, whatever, I'll pay the fine. But what I, what I really you know like Joe to point Lysett, out... You oh, No, but see, Joe Lysett isn't quite in my position. Joe Lysett's got a little more time on his hands, I think. Who's this guy? Oh, so Joe Lysett's this um, British, I guess, comedian, I guess. Yeah, uh, he's a comedian. Yeah, I've seen him do stand-up and, and stuff, but like... He goes on um, Jimmy Carr's show called 8 Out of 10 Cats and does um, just these bits about how he's, like, fought parking fines. Oh, it's... Like, it's yeah. fucking hilarious. <laughs> Anyone who's got the time, go check him out. Yeah, and, like, if I had some a bit more time and a bit more patience, I would happily have done that sort of thing. But <clears> I, I was just... Yeah, I I was running out of time to actually fight the thing, so I was just like, look, bugger it. I'll just pay it that way. It won't go any further than that. And the way I figure it is I've probably committed enough small crimes and whatnot that I should probably just small. pay a little extra. We'll get to the... At the end of this <laughs> podcast, we'll say what the worst of our crimes we've ever committed are, but Ooh. let's oh, actually I, get on to I'm some. not going to do that. Australian <laughs> crime. Um, yeah, let's, let's, get, let's get right into just, it. So, <laughs> just quickly, before, before anything else, um, after all that, Josh, and your, your explanation about, you know, well, you're fair enough. Didn't fight it back. I gotta say, you're still a little fucking bitch. Absolutely. (laughs) Hey, I'm not like you. I don't get three parking tickets and with no penalty (laughs) amount. Okay, I wanted to. We'll start with a light-hearted sort of thing about Australian things that are crimes or illegal activity in Australia, but it's no longer policed because it's just wacky. These I, I got these off. Some of them. Might not be legit, but 11 are off like a genuine Australian criminal lawyer's website. Like 11 are an actual thing. So I know for a start, it is illegal in Australia 
to walk your goat on a Sunday? Livid but... I am. <laughs> Outrageous. You know how good our Sundays are here? It's bullshit. Perfect goat walking tab. I want a fucking plebiscite into this. <laughs> I want this fixed up. Nah, it's one of those... Again, a lot of these are laws that happened so long ago, but they've had no reason to fix them, and they no longer get policed. Um, this one's fair enough, and Josh, I want you to comment on this. It is illegal to touch electric wires that cause death. No, I don't agree with that. <laughs> it makes sense, but doesn't it? Well, one, you have to hold two, don't you, Josh? You uh... can't just hold one. Ele- like, let's say you're looking at big power cables. You'd have to hold two separate ones. You couldn't just hold one and oh, die. So this no, you like can a, hold live you can hold just one cable. This is... Oh, well, it just says it's, Ill- it's illegal to Dive touch electric, electric wires that... <laughs> Core death, and I just think, well, I guess if it's an accident, that seems a bit harsh. But fine, his family. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> I think fortune telling is actually illegal. <laughs> oh, here's a question for you: If I'm in a car accident or something like that, and it's my fault and I die, but I've taken out like, you know, a street light or like a power pole or something, does the bill go to the family? Bill would go to the insurance. What if I didn't have insurance? No, you have to have third-party property, I thought. What if Harper is a homeless man who has just <laughs> stolen this I don't car? know, okay? I'm not a fucking judge. I'm just, just saying some fun facts here. Yeah. Um, Okay, this one I did know. This is an actual thing. So it's illegal to leave keys inside your car unattended. Didn't know that. How weird is that? Even on private property? Oh, no. Could, no. They couldn't pin you for that. But, like, let's say your car got stolen, but you left the keys in your car. You can get fined. Yeah, right. Amazing. That is the thing. Do you reckon and I've they'd find you damages that said car? No, I think they'd I reckon they'd fine you, but then also charge the other person for theft. But what if they like Because what you did is like a and then just fucking ditch the car. They didn't know who it was, but they have c- camera footage of this car just like running over and It's probably just like a I don't, know. I don't think they could judge I think you'd get fined anyway, but you'd maybe get reimbursement for having your car stolen. Yeah, right. Um, I heard, now, I don't know if this one's legit, but I definitely have heard of this before and I, I read it online. It is illegal to possess 50 kilograms of potatoes in Western Australia. Why is my main question? Like, too at what power. point, in, if that is a thing, at what point in time will it like, mate, you got too many potatoes on you? <laughs> you fucking idiot. It's just about the child support. Hmm? You can't have 50 spuds living under one roof. It's just not right. (laughs) We may have to cut that one. (laughs) No, that's that's funny as fuck. Gold Coast bikinis cannot exceed more than six inches of material. Like, as in, they have to be less than six inches of material. And that's an actual Six square inches? Six square inches, yeah. Actually, no, I can see that. That's, I mean, obviously it's an odd law, but I can see that quite a few bikinis would be less than six inches. Wait, can't be less or can't be more than that? Can't be more than that. Why? I don't know, but one kudos piece. to them. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you okay, this was my favourite one personally, because you've heard of public indecency. Yeah. If a urinal is not readily available, it is legal to urinate on the rear left tire of your vehicle. <laughs> rear left. Rear left. Oddly specific, but it kind of makes sense. If you're pulled over on the side of the road, you'd have your back to the. Well, you'd have... No, you'd have your car covering... Well, yeah, your car would be covering... But, yeah, just in general life, like, that's that's the legal one. 
Um, it's also just some quick ones. So only licensed electricians are allowed to change a light bulb. No, that makes sense. It is technically like an electrical termination. Uh, it's illegal to dress as Batman and Robin. Actual thing. It is illegal to wear hot pink pants after 12pm on a Sunday. That is an actual thing. Can you tell us why? According to Victorian law, you cannot wear hot pink pants Monday to Saturday. You can wear hot pink pants Monday to Saturday, sorry. You cannot on Sunday. I cannot tell you... I can't tell you why behind any of these I know why. Things. Too many people walking their goats on Sundays with... <laughs> hot pink pants. pants. <laughs> um, oh, at Brighton Beach, you have to wear a neck-to-knee swimsuit. Where Where is Brighton Beach? I think it's in Victoria. Oh, really? That's a bit weird. Uh, like something... But that's not too bad, but when you think about wearing a, like a bodysuit sort of thing, like a swimsuit, yeah. full swimsuit. Oh, it wouldn't be bad. It's just an odd thing. See, I can understand that sort of law being somewhere in like North Queensland where like there's box jellyfish and that sort of thing. Being yeah, like, see, yeah, that's no, funny because like... I just thought of it because of the cult. I can imagine it in UK. Yeah. Like, just yeah, like one piece swimmers that are turtlenecks as well. Um, cause. <laughs> cabs in Queensland now I don't know about this one because my source was not super reliable reliable but you know what if it's worth talking about anyway cabs in Queensland should have a bale of hay in the in the boot that's odd that's what I thought it's very odd alright and look that's all I've got for Ill- uh, illegal activity that's odd as fuck but um, I thought that was a nice fun little fact for our listeners, and also just a nice, light-hearted way to kick us off. Um, gentlemen, we've gone away. We've done some research. Time to get into some hard Aussie criminals. Let's all go to court. Let's go make some law now. Yeah, 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 some law. Alrighty, guys. So, the way I went about this, I, f- I sort of figured that you two would look at a few of the more prominent big maybe, names the Harpers yeah big the... names <laughs> um, yeah some of the more some of the more well known characters in Australian crime figured I would uh, would sort of go a little bit the other way and so the first thing I thought of was the Port Arthur Massacre how is he not a big name criminal I don't well, know his name well yeah exactly I don't know a lot of I things. can't remember his name but if you said it I'd not, probably know it but no, like what I mean is, like I figured you guys were going to go for, well, who you did. Massive thing to talk about, and and good topic, absolutely good topic. Um, now, what was Port Arthur, Harper? Well, so Port Arthur itself is essentially a penal colony, or or the penal. <laughs> 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 it was. Yeah, a... Is it? Well, I just thought it was a spot in Tassie. Yeah, no, Port Arthur itself is a prison complex. Um, oh. that is no longer still used. It's now like a museum and... They emptied it out, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Killed nah. everyone in Taz. <laughs> well, no, see, the fact is that m- quite a few of the people who were killed in the Port Arthur Massacre weren't actually, like, at Port Arthur. There, were the, there was, I think, half of them in, like, the cafe at the front and then others were just around the area. So 35 killed and 18 wounded. Uh, it was the... Sorry, the guy who did it was Martin Bryant yeah still alive he there was something about him in the news recently uh yeah oddly enough his mother still believes he's innocent I mean we've got him on film they they have they they have got him on film (laughs) 
mother slash wife. <laughs> and I know that that held the record for a while, didn't it? As the largest massacre on earth. Uh, it's still the largest in Australia, but... Yeah. It did for a while on earth, but I think uh, in recent times it's been beaten. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, so uh, this guy, Martin Bryant, uh, he's a guy with Asperger's. Uh, he was sentenced to 35 life terms, so... Oh, that's decent. He will. A lifetime in Australia being 25 years? Oh, I believe so. 20 to 25. Mm. Anyway, 35 of them. He's not getting out until he's dead. Yep. As he should. 20 dead and in some. the first two minutes. God, what a record, eh? <laughs> okay, look, okay, so here's what I'm going to say. That's, that's 10. <laughs> here's what that's 10 a minute. <laughs> that's 10 a minute, which means one every six seconds. One, two, three, four, five, six, dead. dead. Okay, I don't want to... My goodness. Okay, here's what I'm going to say. Jim. Awful thing that happened. Uh, and time's the, up way I've said, the way I've said to a boy is their hearts and, uh, hearts and thoughts and prayers and whatnot go out to the families of the victims. But one was 20-something years ago. Two, what a fucking shot on him. No, uh, you know what? He must have had like... You know when you play Red Dead Redemption, the dead eye? <laughs> you know, like, things going slow-mo and you... T- 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 you can tell he had Asperger's. He's like fucking wanted. Well, he did <laughs> set fire wanted. to a few places. So that oh, also, is that how he bumped it up? That also would have, uh, yeah. Tactical, I like Tactical, it. yeah. Fuck. Spread this <laughs> crime scene, make you look like a rookie. Had some perks. <laughs> <laughs> it is perk section. <laughs> Cod character. Molotov. LB. <laughs> Exceptional with semi-automatic rifles. <laughs> Scavenger, sleight of hand. <laughs> Best oh, skill. Oh fuck, yep. we're gonna get so ultimate much skill is trench coat. <laughs> Funnily enough, so uh, obviously a little bit of a weird kid. He wasn't. Um, he wasn't, he wasn't quite all there, and you know he was a bit of an outcast in society. But hey, yeah. sorry, outcast. <laughs> Oddly enough, became wealthy uh, as a result of him becoming friends with, um, with I believe, a, a lottery hostess of some description who who owned a quite a large business. Either way, this woman was so, fairly wait, hold up. So wealthy. Some, so some bitch that called out the lottery numbers fell in love with I him. I don't think she called out the lottery numbers, but she owned... A lottery. Right. Because yeah, you know numbers. what that reminds me of? Harley Quinn and the Joker. So wait, how old yeah. was... This kid. Uh, I believe he was in... In his 20s, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, only in his 20s. Fuck, what a bad effort. Why would he go and do that? I don't know. Well, yeah, like, that's got... the thing. He's, he really hasn't spoken to anyone about it. And there's this... There's a guy, um, an interviewer who has spoken to him quite a bit and still, like, he... Knows fuck all. Do you reckon they yeah. go about it wrong? Like, if we went there and go, dude effort <laughs> yeah they're like bro <laughs> bro you, you have no idea hey big like, fan <laughs> but that yeah that's the thing because like obviously if, if you really looked into the magnitude of what he did you'd probably become quite angry with him and then you're confronted with a person who's done such atrocities and then you see them and you go you fucking piece of shit but if you were able to contain that and just pull it on put on like a facade and meet them and go bro Fuck, you got a you got a shot on you. Hey, like the you gotta, kid can aim, and yeah, like Joel's right. Maybe if you're positive and friendly with them, I don't know. I don't know their tactics, but makes I reckon sense. you got to go the other way. You got to like you got to walk in there, like your top shit, throw down like a, a fake news article with like your Bad page topic. on the front cover, and you've outdone him. True, you've got like seventy. 
<laughs> you like, mate, pick up your game. What do you What do you got? You think you're top shit? Bitch shooter? effort. <laughs> How'd you get in? I just killed every cunt in this fucking <laughs> cop shop. Like, you think I can't shop. get into your peasant jail, mate? You fucking rookie. 70 dead. That was last week, mate. I just but, upped it another 10. Those are rookie numbers. you got to bump those numbers up. <laughs> I reckon that'll work. So, what did... um? What's a Port Arthur lead to in Australia, Josh? Uh, yeah, so Port Arthur, or the Port Arthur Massacre, led to pretty strict gun control laws in Australia. So the banning of any automatic and semi-automatic weaponry. Well done, Aussie. And you know what I like? Everyone just went, yeah, that seems fair enough. Because <laughs> like, obviously you have to get a law like that passed. Like as a PM, you, your power is still limited. You can't just go we are now banning this. It's not like a president or even a dictator or something. You can't just go, oi, yeah, we're banning guns. Prime Minister we're doesn't even this. have the, like, the power to offer yeah. up martial law. It was like, pretty yeah. close though, wasn't it? The voting for the guns or something. I thought it was like 56 vote like for I the gun control I think it was laws. actually, yeah, It would have probably been close, vote. but the fact that we got to 50, 50 like over yeah. 50% is outstanding in, in what was... Oh, actually, I tell a lie, though, because in the, like, 10 years before the Port Arthur Massacre, I believe there were eight massacres. So there was probably a little bit of lead-up to this. Yeah. Lead-up to this happening. Yeah, um, I was going to say... It's massacres just... being, I believe, more than four. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds right. I was going to say, it's a smaller, like, a small amount of people Port Arthur would have affected for 50% of Australia to say, no, take all the guns off, but... Obviously, there would have been massacres before, so... Yeah, and, um... Anything else, Josh, on that one? Uh, not really on that one. That's sort of all I had. Pretty pretty interesting stuff. I didn't, I didn't necessarily... Oh, actually, I learned a few little bits and pieces from, from that little bit of research, which was, which was good. thought that was a little bit enlightening. And that's what we came to... Came, like, yeah. our ambitions yeah, behind this, wasn't that's it? That's we came, yeah. Uh, I mean, I've got another one, but if one of you guys want to take the chair for a minute. I was enjoying Josh's. Yeah, keep yeah, going, keep rolling. All right, so this one, this one's really weird, and this one I had never heard of until I started looking into it. And uh, honestly, I can't for the life of me um, remember why I thought this would be a, a reasonable Google search. But I looked up Australian cannibals. No, that's a, no, like that's that. a good fucking... Because, yeah, like, I mean... Doing. Sometimes Port Hub gets a bit old. <laughs> bit dry. <laughs> Oof. Um, yeah, no, so I looked up Australian cannibals, and the first name that popped up for me was Catherine Knott. So... <coughs> Charles Let's get my emphasis here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going head yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going head out. Have you yeah, made a meme reference? Have you seen your brother recently? <laughs> I've seen him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Actually, he does look like he's been feeding in a good paddock. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, all right. So. That one's a little bit close to home, Joe. <laughs> according to uh, the New South Wales, uh, like, actual database. Or... Court. Yeah, like the, like the, um, the legal database. Uh, on the 29th of February 2000. Uh, this lady, Catherine Knight, not only killed, but also skinned her husband or her de facto husband, uh, and then later was found with parts of the husband 
uh, like cooked and served on plates intending to feed them to children. Holy fuck. What do you get from cannibalism? It's essentially mad cow, cow, but like we call it something different because it's humans. And something to do with the nerves and sends you mental. Yeah, true. I think it's, I think it like the real name for mad cow disease, whatever that is. Yeah. Mad coweth disease. I think if you do it rarely enough, doesn't affect it you. doesn't affect you because there's a tribe in Papua New Guinea there's one left and they do it when they um they go into like let's say they defeat a, a rival tribe it might happen once a year if that as like a spiritual thing but um they're like the last cannibals sort of as a group left on earth but funnily enough the Japanese did it on their way back north when they'd been pushed back from Port Moresby in World War 2 at each other really or? They ate their dead because they'd run out of supplies, and because of their bushido code and whatnot, they they wouldn't they wouldn't surrender. So they had to they had to pull back. And when you think survive. about it, though, like does it really? Chicken, it, it, it never really made sense to me the idea of a sort of mad cow disease. Like it, and until I really thought about it, I was like, it's just meat, isn't it? Like it would fuck you up now that you really think about it. But when you really think about flesh as a thing, yeah. You don't think it would drive you mental, would you? But until I heard about it, I think it. Uh, I think it's to do with a different production rate and that sort of thing of particular chemicals. I, I think it actually um, really develops onset Parkinson's, and that's that's why you get the shaking. Yeah, wow. Well. But I mean, I'm, that's that's somewhat just speculation. But anyway. Um. So what else did you get on this? this so yeah, column? this this lady who has a little bit of a history of you know, violence and just being a pain in general. Um, so, yeah, she she's worked in an abattoir, which... Fancy name for a slaughterhouse. I don't know who I was saying that to, but I was saying that, I think... That's I was not French for post office. <laughs> um, yeah, no, so the the coroner report was actually pretty pretty in-depth. I read quite, yeah, I was quite about a bit to, of it. I was about to ask about that. Were, was, were they skinned post or, post-mortem or... Well, so he was, uh, she, he was worried about her to begin with and like people that he'd worked with and stuff were telling him not to go home because they thought something was going to happen. Uh, and so the kids had been sent to the grandparents or whatever and, uh, she'd come home one night, they've had sex, she's then stabbed him 37 times and then, holy fuck, uh, over the course of the stabbing, I don't know, he's made his way to the front door, but he's been dragged back inside or something like that. He's been moved around the house a bit because there's bloodstains throughout the house. Uh, and yeah, the uh, the coroner's report was saying that uh, he'd been skinned such in such a professional way that they were actually able to like re-sew the skin back onto the cadaver Holy. and work out like where stab wounds and stuff occurred. And That's then, incredible. Yeah, so he was also decapitated, the head boiled in a pot, and parts of the meat like thrown out on the back, in the back lawn and whatnot, and then like actually parts of him plated up with like potatoes and gravy and veg and whatnot, with like name places for the kids at the table. Which yeah, I found absolutely ludicrous. Dude, that's horrifying. Like interesting as fuck that it's yeah. happened. Straight out of a horror movie. Absolutely yeah. horrifying. You know what amazes me about multiple, like, stabbings is you ever, like, hit your pillow really hard in anger? 
Yeah. Imagine doing that 37 times. Fuck, you'd get tired, wouldn't you? Yeah. So yeah, it sounds a little excessive, doesn't it? It seems like a lot. That's out of rage, surely. Although... Once, if we get, once you get past maybe twice or a few times, surely that's rage. Our perception could be a little distorted based on, like, film and media and whatnot. But yeah, like, 37, that's that's an extent. Like, you know, how long does it take to stab someone? So what ended up happening to her, do you know? Like, a assumed jail for life, but... Uh, yes. Yep, she was sentenced on the... This is the odd bit. 20, 28th of June, 2006. Took six years to actually get her convicted. Ah, oh, but that happens, right? Yeah, it does. And that's just a failure on Australia's law and order system. But... Sort of surprised you that she didn't do anything again then. Yeah, well... I, I think she was in police I assume she wasn't free. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, that's but, wild. Uh, that's wild. Yeah, pretty crazy, right? Strange crime. If it was cold and dark in here, I'd be shaking. Just a quick fact. I don't know if this is still the case, but... Actually, I can almost guarantee it's not still the case, but at one point in time, I'm pretty sure South Australia or Adelaide has the highest amount of murders slash assaults per capita in the world. Don't go to South Australia, kids. Oh, you know why I was thinking about that? Because... About cannibalism or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when I was thinking about Port Arthur, Port Port Arthur made me think of Tasmania... And there's that uh, movie Van Diemen's Land where some convicts escape and they end up resorting to cannibalism. It is a privilege to watch your mind at work. That's where it came <laughs> from. My goodness. Um, okay. That was section one. Joel? Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't actually have much. I, I don't know how much I can say. I, didn't... I researched a little bit about Ivan Milat. Australia's favourite uncle. Yeah. Oh, second. I, I think I'll go Chop Chop's up there. It'd probably be the favourite, but Ovum Light's a close second. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I, well, this is all off by memory. I don't have any notes, but he was born in 1944, which is, he's a lot older than I thought he was. Really? That old? That old. That's really old. That wow. makes him like 80. It's family yeah, although like, he's in hospital at the moment, I think. Yep. Yeah, right. Uh, family's like Yugoslav. Dad is anyway. They, Ivan. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a lot of names. It's like two middle names and it's pretty decent, but I can't remember him. Anyways, one of 14 children. Holy fuck. There are a lot of Malats. Parents are rabbits. So apparently they just kept to themselves, but all the Malat boys had a name for themselves with the coppers growing up in New South Wales. And that yeah, they'd been in and out of prison, or like custody when they were younger, gone to Jimmy a few times, especially... Ivan, like theft, robbery, once breaking and entry, got trialed for raping two women, but got released because they didn't have sufficient evidence. If I'm a betting man, I'm going to say he probably did that shit, <laughs> based on yeah. what we know More now. Likely. And um, what happened? I don't know the dates, but he's killed. He's had, he's had seven victims, all backpackers. And like fucking pretty wild. There was one guy who got away from him actually. His name was something Onion. I know his last name was Onion. <laughs> pretty <laughs> easy Onion. to yeah. remember. Straight from the UK. He, he was uh, what? What's it called when you do that? Hitchhiking. Ah. And Ivan's picked him up. Used a fake name, Bill. And Mr. Onion was in Australia looking for work. And he's talking to him, asking a lot of questions, a lot of personal questions. And apparently, at one stage, he's 
talk to Mr. Onion going like f- saying that fuck it's just not right like all these people coming here from overseas and taking our jobs and shit huh. and he pulls over and he's like oh, I'm just going to look for some cassettes under my seat and Mr. Onion looks down the centre console and sure enough there are cassettes so he's like fuck something's up here and he got out of the car just because he felt uneasy he got out of the car just to see what he'd do he's like oh said oh hey, what, what are you doing mate like get back in the car so he like played his game and like sat back down put his seat back on got he got back in the car and he said oh, just gonna have another look mate and then he got out left his bag with his passport and everything in the car started running apparently ivan's got a gun out start shooting at him right and shit out. and he's tried to howl down this one car that sort of slowed down and just drove dr- drove off again and then this other car came and Mr. Onion has thought to himself, fuck, it's a better idea. I'm just going to jump out in front of this car. If it hits me, I die. That's it. Or I'm just going to get shot by this dude. But this old lady like slows down and picks him up and they drive to like the nearest cop shop. And I listened to a podcast and this woman, she's sort of built up a little bit of a case that for Ivan if he's not guilty. And she said like, without even showing pictures of Ivan Milat to the Mr. Onion they've told him it was him apparently like in police reports they've yeah okay so everyone sort like, of shaped his opinion yeah like they knew they had a moustache and stuff but apparently in pictures of Ivan back then on that date like he didn't have that same moustache like he's had that moustache with the handlebars I'm guessing but yeah didn't at that it's... time apparently but he's definitely done it and um yeah he got away and now he's in I don't think he's anymore. Since May this year, 2019, he got diagnosed with esophagus cancer. And I was reading up a bit about him and in prison, they kept him in solitary confinement because apparently he just loved inflicting pain on other people. And when he couldn't do that, when they put him in solitary confinement, he just started doing it to himself. Like he got, I think he made a knife out of a spoon or had, had something sharp and he proceeded to cut off his fingertip. Jesus. He got to the bone and couldn't get through it, so he's like made a serrated dagger or something. He oh, cut yeah. through his bone, and like, yeah, fuck, just like wild, wild dude. He's a is he at Goulburn Supermax? Yeah, he was. Yeah, because he picked them up. Didn't he pick them up between Canberra and Sydney? Wasn't that the yeah. bit of highway yep. he picked them up from? Yep. And yeah. dumped in Barangalo Forest or some shit like that. Yeah. One of you guys know the name? Um, Don't know why. Know the name if I had it in front of me and read it, but. Yeah, Blangler State Forest or something yeah. like that. Because I remember right. growing up and he had a nephew that was really proud to be his nephew. Yeah, he wrote a book about him or something, like the Malat Files or something. That was the kid who took his um, took his two mates into the forest and did the same thing, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fuck yeah. him. I don't know if he wrote the book on him, but a nephew, oh, yeah. other nephew did. But yeah, it's fucking... Like, and he's nuts. The last shirt that this British backpacker was wearing, they found... Like, he has a picture of... Ivan's wife at the time in that same shirt and this is what I thought was funny I did a bit of research and um, when he found so when, when he got acquitted of the rape charges he became a trucker and he's like fancied this girl who was 16 at the time and also pregnant with his cousin's baby Jeez. and ended up marrying her I thought that was hilarious <laughs> fuck so I mean the Kid was still sort of his relative. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess you can raise it as your own. Yeah, yeah. 
That's fucking wild. I didn't, I didn't know a bit of that. That was good info. And, and police do think there are a lot more like murders and things Th- that than just those ones, yeah. but they're the only ones they could pin him to. Yeah. And they were saying like near the bury sites that bodies were never buried to never be found. Just bur- buried and covered up enough at first glance you'd never see them. Yeah, okay. And there were cigarette butts all around the like the dead bodies, but Ivan like claims that he's never smoked in his life and which is a bit weird now. I don't know what causes esophagus cancer, but yeah. I feel like smoking might be. It would fucking it. help, wouldn't it? It would definitely help. Um, I had something for this. Did I heard this, and I didn't know if I bought it or not, but someone we know, I cannot remember who, was saying that they knew someone who knew someone at, oh, who yeah. worked at Goldman Supermax, and people could only spend like a certain amount of time guarding him because they just... He just sent them insane. Yeah. I can't imagine that. I can't imagine anyone being able to talk to me enough that it would drive him mental. Yeah, but... see, that, that's the thing. On one of these podcasts I listened to by Australian's true, Australian True Crime Podcast, they were saying, like, the the officers that working there, they don't, like, call themselves, like, prison guards. They're, like, correctional officers. They don't yeah. like the term. And um, they were saying, like, some of these guys are rapists and like child molesters and stuff and like it makes their blood boil and there was this one time I think he gave him some food that was shit not Ivan Malat but a prisoner and I think the prisoner muttered something like oh I don't deserve this and the guard turned around and said neither did like the three year old girl that you killed and like bashed the fuck out of him and it was like choking him to death then had to stop and then just like walk off and like just stop himself that's a hard that's a hard question eh yeah, and that it's hard too because often so there's a number of prisons throughout Australia, and it's interesting that Ivan Ivan probably got put in where he was, like solitary confinement. Yes, because of the pain he liked inflicting on others, but potentially a nature of that was the fact that he he did rape, and um, people get placed into solitary confinement. Um, or sort of protected custody because of the nature of their crimes because you know like I guess it's it's weird it's a weird thing to fathom that people that murder hate people that rape and hurt little kids and yeah. stuff but it may, it does sort thieves. of make sense it's an honour among thieves thing absolutely yeah um, so he's got seven life charges yeah yeah yep. Not quite fucking 35, but... I did learn, actually, reading on these odd Australian laws that a life sentence in Australia cannot be more than 25 years. Yeah. Yeah, pretty sure that's how it goes. Um, you got to think with, with Ivan, though, like, like you were saying, there's only seven confirmed, but, you know, how many oh. how many foreign backpackers were over here, yep. you know, without necessarily paperwork or someone to look for them or question their disappearance, you know, who who may have been killed and just never no one ever thought to look yeah so one of the backpackers was a girl well there was more than one backpackers and more than one of them was a girl but she came over here by herself and apparently to her parents like she always kept in contact so when she didn't like contact them after three days they flew to Australia and like started looking for her yeah right apparently she found a girl that they they clicked together and they decided to backpack together and yep. they were found buried together and pretty wild and yeah. I think like some cross country runners or something found their bodies 
stumbled across him. Yeah, it was definitely a right. show about Ivan on Seven. Like, based on his... Yeah. There is Wolf Creek, which was like 2007 or something. I watched the first 10 minutes of that when I was about eight, and that was the first time I've ever been r- truly scared in a movie. That was, I don't know, it was just dark. Yeah, right. There was this one news story a little while back. I, I can't I can't quite remember the details, but essentially there's this one guy. I think he may have killed one or two people or whatever. Like he, he was wanted. Police were after him. And somehow he's escaped to the wilderness. He's managed to escape multiple times into the wilderness and like he's been living out in the bush for quite a while. And, um, you know, there's been such a build-up in getting this guy and, you know, he's done so many wrong things. He's killed people, he's shot people. He's been like stealing stuff from people's farms as he's gone along. And I can I can remember like the the final footage that they have. Like at this point, they've gotten the military in because they're like they're trying to track him down so hard and they've like they've worked out an area that he's definitely in and i can clearly remember the footage of like there's essentially army personnel moving through the bush and they finally sort of like see him and catch up with him and one of these guys just like comes in out of nowhere and just tackles the shit out of the guy and i just i couldn't help but think like this guy this guy who's tackled him he is the man. Like, yeah. there, there is just nothing that this guy single-handedly has yeah. taken down this criminal. <laughs> yeah, and he's and like, and he just comes been in. No, no outside help. He's just done it. <laughs> like, just takes him down, and I thought, fuck, fuck, this guy. This guy knows what's up. This guy is. I'd like to meet him. Good thing you. And that's probably what inspired you to join the military for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> probably a little bit. Ah, oh, unreal. All right, let's kick off to section three. Yeah, righto. So I um, I chose to do a bit of research. That, uh, a lot of stuff that I sort of already knew just because it's a bit of an interest of... Not an interest of mine, but just like common knowledge type stuff. Um, but Mark Brandon Reed, also known as Chopper. Uh, so I can't remember the year he was born, but he's dead now. I remember when he died. He died in 2013 uh, from cancer of some description from ligma <laughs> um and i remember at the time like i think he needed a a transplant potentially a kidney and he went no nah. um like he he just turned it down and said give it to someone who deserves it a bit more which i thought was a decent, pretty fucking heroic decent thing to do so he was um so he was apparently bullied a lot at school um and you know said he lost like he said personally he'd been on the losing end of like hundreds of fights by the time he was in his teens and his dad was a former former veteran and his mum didn't sound like a nice lady from what I've read online so she'd get his dad to beat him and um he was also molested by I don't think his dad but he was then made a custody like was given custody over to the the state of um Victoria, and then he went to mental institutions and underwent like electroshock therapy and stuff. Ooh. Yeah, um, which actually I think I'd done some research on, and I don't actually know if electroshock therapy is like a painful thing. I think they just stimulate bits of the brain. I don't know if it's the full. No, it, it wouldn't be enough to necessarily hurt, but it's still it's frowned upon. It definitely like if I get a shock at work, even if it's only the small sort of like little thing it shakes you and you know that 
you know that that's an accidental thing that's not something and it happens once every now and again that's not something you know that's happening yeah. on repetition he um people seem to affiliate him with being a bikey but I don't actually think he ever rode a bike. Like, if he did, he wasn't a bikey. He was sort of a gang member. Um, so by, you know, I think late teens, he, he sort of became the head of a gang called the Surrey Road Gang and ended up being, like, a sick fighter. And he'd kidnap and torture criminals in, like, a almost Dexter-like fashion. And he used, like, bolt cutters and blow torches and shit to torture nice. them. And yeah, right. then, so sort of like vigilante justice. Almost, yeah. But then, but the then if they wanted, yeah. but then if they wanted to like go free, they could just pay him. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> you know, everyone's got their price, right? Um, shit, Frank Castle. Yeah. So between the eight ages of twenty and thirty-eight, he only spent thirteen months outside of prison. Yeah. Right. So like he spent a lot of time in prison, and most of it, or a good chunk of it, was. Um, in Victoria, this uh, part of the big the main prison down there called H Division, and um, he ran sort of a gang in prison, and he was never actually convicted of murder. But I remember on his deathbed, he um, like I remember watching his confession with sixty minutes, and he admitted to four. Um, I remember him saying one, like the interviewer was like, "Oh, why, why'd you kill him?" And he just went, "Cause he was an absolute turd." <laughs> yeah right there was one dude who was a pedophile he never I don't think he ever hurt people that weren't criminals and I say that based on seeing him in Sydney airport once I was going down the escalator he was going up um, but he cut his ears off he's very famous for this and it was because he like fucked someone up real bad in H Division and wanted to get out so he had someone else cut his ears off and that way he like went into the medical ward and whatnot. Yeah, okay, that's that's a bit intense. But he later then in his life said that he um he did it to win a bet. <laughs> so I don't know. Like I believe the the former, but um when you're dealing with that sort of person, like everything they do can you know, anything yeah, erratic like that they he, do he was sort of like, he was oh. wild, hey. Um he was he claimed to be semi-illiterate I remember watching an interview with him and he claimed to be semi-illiterate but he was like a best-selling author and later became a comedian he's written a ton of books out of jail and um there was a really famous film in the year 2000 called Chopper uh which sort of made Eric Banner's career who's gone on to have a long successful career played the Hulk played um he fucked it after the Hulk didn't he well he played that doctor thing in uh, that Netflix series about another real crim. True. Um, oh, and by the end, he lived in Tassie on a farm and then worked in Melbourne. But there was one thing that really stuck with me. In court, he pulled off a sawn-off shotgun and held it against the judge's throat. Jesus. That's wild. That's... Didn't shoot, but managed to get under his coat a gun into court and then just like whilst on the stand stood right up and went <laughs> reminds me of the Dave Chappelle joke with the duck shot and the buck shot oh. <laughs> but yeah he he was absolutely wild um god what a hero just a real big like it's it's really I find him interesting because he was such an infamous criminal known for shooting, stabbing, doing terrible things to people. But 
uh, almost in like a, not a Ned Kelly type way, but in some sort of way still remembered fondly, maybe because of his writing or the fact that he was a comedian and, you know, this and that. And he never really hurt people that you'd consider as generally in- innocent, but interesting, interesting character. Nice. Yeah. That is awesome. I wonder if we ask like everyday Australians now, like, what do you think of him? Do you reckon they'll be like, hate him? Disgusting. What do you reckon about fucking pretty badass? Probably... I reckon it would depend on where you went to, but we should do that. We definitely should. But write it down. Would they think of like actual Chopper Reed? Or would or they the think f- of the fake comedian? There's yeah. another fake comedian and Chopper also became an actual comedian. Yeah. Hello. So, um... Yeah, the fuck are you? Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't know like the real Chopper became a comedian. Yeah, I didn't realise that. It, instantly, I just thought of that dude who was quite obviously impersonating Chopper. I was like, yeah, I think, I think... That's not Chopper, is it? I think his name was Daniel something that yeah. way. But. I wonder what Chopper actually thought about him. Um, I could only imagine he did it with his consent. Yeah. Because... Well, you wouldn't want to, would you? Yeah, like, that. that's it. I remember some, some bloke on Twitter called his name the real Chopper Reed, and then Chopper put out, like, this thing on YouTube going think you're the real chopper fucking read mate come have a chat come on down to tassie yeah, like, holy fuck um the movie chopper great seven did a series fucking awful yeah right yeah i find most things that seven do pretty awful fucking awful i assume he was in one or more episodes of underbelly um yes he does feature on underbelly a little bit um it's probably one of the best things that's come out of australia underbelly underbelly was good fucking yeah, shits on neighbours, doesn't it? <laughs> neighbours is where straight. actors either spend their whole life or begin a long, prosperous career. Yeah, yeah I've got to tell you, for example, Al Stewart's doing pretty well for himself. Liam Hemsworth. I mean, not the other Hemsworth about, brother. I mean, Liam Hemsworth's about just traded up, so yeah. Miley might take half his shit. But yeah, well, that's why you sign prenups, kids. We want prenup, yeah. Um, guys. I think that's been a very successful podcast. This is... Yeah. I say this wholeheartedly and with my ego down the gutter today, this has been our best podcast. And I say it knowing, like, I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you've learnt a bit. We might not get as good a reaction because there were less jokes in it. It was a bit more informative. But I really enjoyed it. We, We learnt a bit. We hope other people did too. Yeah. I thought this was good. This has been episode 14. Hope you enjoyed it. Tune in next time. Make sure you check us out. Like and subscribe. Sorry. Like and subscribe. (laughs) Tell your friends about us. Keep listening if you have been. Let us know what you think. Tell us what you want to hear. And don't let parking inspectors fuck you up the ass. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us where your favourite pie is as well. Oh yeah. Keep, Keep the pie comments coming in. Fucking, they are coming in. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Fuck, they were rolling in for that bit. All right. Thanks, guys. See you. Bye, Central. That was a Titan Cast episode.